Welcome to Sydney Reflect, Gaurav Guru. Thank you so much. How are you, brother? All good so far. So good. How are you? <laughs> All good, man. All is well as of now, but there's been a lockdown here in Sydney. So there's that. How's it yeah. in Melbourne regarding COVID? Well, I must say we are a little bit in a privileged position mm-hmm. in comparison to Sydney now because, <laughs> yeah, definitely Sydney is in, <laughs> in terms of the numbers as well. Sydney got a lot of numbers, so it's, yeah, a bit of a strict lockdown. But, yeah, definitely Melbourne, yeah, they always used to put us into a strict lockdown. Mm-hmm. But at the moment, yeah, so we just got out of the lockdown version 5.0 so yes <laughs> so feeling you, pretty so you have had like five times like right till now oh, yeah. right five lockdowns yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is just second people, for us yeah yeah people are almost losing their you know mm-hmm. uh patience man come just on five times like is a lot yeah yeah it's crazy man it's going crazy i don't know when it's going to open out here do they have like extended it for one more month mm-hmm and I don't know how long it could go. It could go longer if like idiots like those people who came out last Saturday, if idiots like, you know how much security is there in like Sydney city right now? There are like thousands of cops like roaming around just to make sure that oh that doesn't happen again. Oh my God. But yeah. Yeah, yeah I've also crazy. seen in some of the um, news clips that they all the city streets are flooded with the you know vehicles of the police and then police personals everywhere to put these like strict lockdown so i can't imagine that it's it's been a really tough time there in sydney it is man it is like we we had a podcast regarding just covid what happened in 2020 and 2021 it's like it's different now but Mm -hmm. some people are just like that it's like that they don't understand that if the only way out here I can see right now getting rid of all of this is vaccination, right? Get everyone vaccinated so at least to a certain level everyone is safe so we can go out and do whatever we want. But people need to understand that this is only transmitting from humans to humans. Which means that if you go out, it's going to get transmitted. If you don't go out, it's not. Like even with the lockdown thing, you know, like, again, it's different. Again, different people. We have talked about that in that podcast. We can a different perspective, but... Let's see what happens. Hope it gets better as soon as possible for everyone, yeah. you know. I wish for the same, yeah. yeah. Better. So tell us something better. about yourself, Gaurav, for now, like just to let our audience know who you are and what you do. All right. Um, a bit of a introductions. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't miss that I'm just a fresh graduate of social work yeah mm-hmm. definitely i'm a i'm an international student uh being on and off of the international student space um pretty much wanted to uh really work in the uh, space of international students been part of a uh, couple of um you know leadership lab here in australia melbourne mm-hmm. um yeah so during the lockdown we tried um uh you know quite a bit of a discussions in terms of the advocacy for international students it's been quite like it was quite challenging time and mm-hmm. definitely it's still it's a challenging time for 
a lot of international students here and um who are stuck outside mm. um yeah um besides that i'm yeah volunteering in different mm -hmm. purposes uh in the community always wanted to uh, make a uh change not possible to make a impromptu change but mm -hmm. just you know making a uh one small baby states so regarding the volunteering um um uh, volunteering uh, at mental health uh, um, Australia uh, and then um, mm -hmm. at the same time uh, I was also yeah so I, as I've already <clears throat> mentioned volunteering in the international space as well mm -hmm. so yes so yeah bits and pieces everywhere mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> nice to have you bro. nice to have you nice to see that you are working in the mental health space I am yeah. much concerned about that we will talk about that shortly later a specific discussion yeah, or yeah. more discussion on that topic yeah. uh let's start since our podcast is mostly related to international students and you are one let's start with that like how was your journey you're still an international student so yeah. how long have you been here again in australia uh 17 i think you came in 17 yeah okay so it's like three four years now yeah four years yeah so tell me your story like how was it like when you came here for the first day how was it like and uh, how has it changed throughout all these like three four years tell us okay. your story about being an international oh. student you know yeah so let me connect to the weather so probably that tells a little bit of story as well mm -hmm. it was like uh, almost at the end of the uh, July um, mm -hmm. and then probably yes same time uh, today's first of August right second second of August yeah so um, yeah so I just came here on uh, July 30th okay yeah, so well, four-year anniversary eh? oh yeah okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then uh -huh. and then look the weather back in Nepal is quite uh, hot now. It's it's mm -hmm. kind of summer now, isn't it? So yeah. it's and then the weather here in Australia is totally opposite. So just giving the example of weather, what I'm trying to say is mm -hmm. landing here in Australia for the first time was completely different history for me. I was just in winter. Mm -hmm. That means surrounding was cold. I was yeah. not feeling warm at all. Mm -hmm. See, I'm just yeah being a student of the literature i'm just using the literature in my journey <laughs> That's yeah. Right. yeah so it was winter mm. and then i was not making i was not getting really warm because mm. no connections at all i didn't know any people mm. and then i had a little bit of money in my bank account and i was so nervous mm. to spend that amount during that time i used to spend probably 15 to 20 dollar Mm. for the grocery of whole week me now, too. just imagine what, yeah, like just imagine what did i buy yeah, yeah. now now uh, after four after four years when i go for the grocery minimum i spend hundred dollar <laughs> that's the change so yeah that's that's the change in terms of this oh, yeah yeah so in terms of the connection mm -hmm. yeah definitely i've i've made a lot of connections with the yeah with the university and with the purpose of the works i met you with the same purpose that we wanted mm. to work 
for the welfare of the international students, especially especially in the Nepalese community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that way we got I got to make a lot of connections um, with a lot of those volunteering spaces, and that definitely I recommend every international students to jump in in the mm-hmm. volunteering space to make a connections and make friends and you know have a, that sense of belonging in the community. Um, yeah, and then during that time, I was welcomed by two brothers mm-hmm. and then um, they were recommending or they were just requesting me to buy a couple of stubs in calls mm-hmm. and I was so afraid to buy big even though they were paying for those items mm-hmm. I was quite afraid that whether I would I would have that sustainability you know what whether mm-hmm. I would be able to afford that amount or whether I would be able to afford the same items again or not so I had that sort of the doubt and then oh it was it was quite um um horrible experience uh, in the beginning beginning days yeah so but now mm-hmm. just remembering those days I, I feel pretty good so yeah we did pretty good <laughs> I yeah did. I think everybody has to go through that like whoever comes in here yeah and that's the thing like it teaches us how to survive with the least we could have you know like as yeah. you said right now we can spend a lot and mm. even then sometimes we need more and if you look back like three years ago like i used to survive for like 50 dollars in a week you know it's crazy <laughs> man the things change how how scared we are how anxious we are when we come here first yeah it's different how has it been for you like in terms of your lifestyle and everything let's compare it back to like what was it like in nepal mm-hmm. and from there coming here how has your lifestyle changed overall um well in terms of the lifestyle change not much drastic change i mm. i believe but uh yeah so but definitely being in a different country and then you know working out with the different sort of the hurdles that we had to face mm-hmm. so it's a i got to learn a different mindset here it, you know i definitely i was struggling back in country as well but here the level of the struggle was different mm-hmm. and then at the same time having to no one or having no informal support or you know being in a completely different social system mm. uh, it, it's way much challenging at first navigating transparent system was challenging mm. we didn't know how to use the transportation where to cash and then uh, even getting into university and then how those classes are wrong uh, you know how to connect with the um tutors or lecturers mm-hmm. um and then you know making new friends so it's whole lot of um changes but slowly slowly you got to know um, a lot of people in um, university and then uh, you slowly uh, understand the system uh, how how it works how transportation works mm-hmm. what are the certain discounts that you get to uh, you know um uh, get to get benefited with so having all those benefits in the um 
society for international students or just as a citizen mm -hmm. or just as a human being or the people in a temporary visa so having those sort of the you know sense of security sense of belonging now in a community so it, it feels quite quite uh good now so i'm i i feel like i'm being more part of the community now i'm being more you know included in the um space or included in the conversations mm -hmm. um so i feel more connected now than the those those years back in a country but i do not mean that i was not feeling connected mm -hmm. but coming in a different country and then having those challenges and then again being connected it's a different feeling so it's a different experience so you appreciate uh, it more somehow i guess now yeah yeah right. yeah especially yeah. like being in a student like there are much do you think like there are any particular services which provide services to like newcomers like what have you said about those kind of things uh i mean he, I mean, when you come back here as a newcomer, yeah. as a yeah. student, okay, yeah. So during that time, I didn't know anything. Mm. So it's always... No, I mean, I, do you know of like, this, what I'm saying is, I understood what you said, and it's similar mm -hmm. to what I've faced, right? What I'm saying is, is it like responsibility of the student themselves to know about all those things, do their research? Or is it about like, maybe consultancies could guide us in things like that, you know, and stuff like that, like how to get settled out here, why, how are they, because I remember when we went to US mm -hmm. from our school, uh, our uni actually provided us with the documentation regarding like what cultures are there, what kind of transportations are there, what kind of money do you use and everything, you know, mm -hmm. but I don't yeah. think we do anything. It, we were just there for like a week, you know, and we had all that information. But when we yeah. come here, I don't think any of us gets that kind of information. It's up on us to do it itself, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, I get that. Um, yeah, even when I was here, I didn't get that sort of information. Mm -hmm. But when we are in a right place to ask for that information, there are those information. For example, what I mean to uh, refer to the fact that is... Mm -hmm. When you get into the orientation session, mm -hmm. the university mm -hmm. provides everything. Univer university somehow provides mm -hmm. how transportation can be used, how do you access the university, mm -hmm. what sort of the benefits that you get as an international student, mm -hmm. right? If you do not know any sort of the accommodation, whether university can provide the accommodation or not, if mm -hmm. they can, where they can go. So those sort of a, uh, information, even the universities the information package includes the like you know sometimes a living cost mm. here in australia and then they might also include the quite in, like interesting um information about the new places or new cultures to explore how to get mm. to know about the uh culture so yeah so definitely um I think the first point of contract uh, contact would be the uh, university people. University. Uh, yeah, so especially the admission or the where do we go? Like student center or mm. every university has got their international students hub or something uh, sort of thing that they look after international students. So when we get into that point, we definitely get all mm. this information. But when we get into a new country, 
Mm -hmm. We do not know whether we have got that internationally students hub or not. Yeah, so exactly. getting that message across into the community is really vital and really important. And that's the real space that we really have to work around and then, you know, work in hand in hand to put forward that message to the new like international students coming in the community. Mm -hmm. So they do not feel that sort of the gap that we felt. Yeah, I think so, it's it's also about what we do personally, maybe it's also lack of lack in our part where we don't do proper research or where mm. we don't look for things proper. Like now, if I'm doing something, even if I'm like buying something, I do a lot yeah. of research before I buy it, before I do something, you know. But yeah, yeah. I guess we just don't have that kind of a culture back there. Yeah, definitely. Even yeah. in the universities, man, I don't think I, I did any of my assignments properly by doing proper <laughs> research. You know, It was all like copied from someone else. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's also about more like I I believe that it's more about like what you do yourself because when I came in here, I made sure that I wasn't dependent upon anyone for anything. Like starting from I I talked with a lot of people before I came in here. You know, like through either video call or through Facebook or whatever. We were living here. The students mm -hmm. who were actually studying in the university. I had a chat with them regarding what, what the university is like, how is it and everything, you know. So I think it, because mostly what we can see is international students are always blaming the consultancies for not doing that, which yeah. is also right. As I said, maybe if only consultancies would have guided us better, it would have been better. There's always that. Yeah. But I think it's yeah. also what you do yourself, you know, you need to do your proper research. I think we just have that habit of blaming, like back in the country, whatever happens, blame the government. You come here, whatever yeah. happens, blame the consultancies, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 uh, yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I definitely agree with your point as mm -hmm. well, yeah. So, uh, as you've just uh, uh, like pointed out, definitely the cons consultancies they they are the part they that they have got their own business to uh, you know mm. uh, look after and then while looking after the business it does not mean they have to uh it doesn't mean they shouldn't have that sense of you know the mm. duty of care for the students that they provide the service for mm. so they still have that some sense of the duty, duty of care but having said this mm -hmm. we shouldn't put always like a lot of like blame on the those third party people as well it's always upon us how we make connections like mm -hmm. for example back then if i had known you before i came in australia mm -hmm. i would have probably asked a couple of questions to you and then you could have probably given me a lot of information so okay. that could be a one step that we always can do so if you have some friends already who are like you know you study here in australia or you have you've got some relatives yeah go approach them and then do your, research, them. Do your research yeah yeah yeah. Because I, I I keep on getting like texts and messages from time to time, like from people from Nepal who text me to actually ask about the university or Sydney. Some of them I know, and some of them actually out of nowhere through Facebook, through my posts or anything. They just mm -hmm. somehow figure out my account and they contact me. And yeah. I, I like that. I like those kind of people, like you know, like who's doing their own research, figuring their own things out instead of just like depending on consultancies and just blaming when they can't do things. That, yeah. I think that is one of the other things in Australia that I've learned. The culture out here is like totally independent. 
and it's also something that is like somehow holding us behind for international students especially from our community where we come here and neither do we change our mindset neither do we change our style of living neither do we change our thinking we are going out with the same nepalese people we are talking the same nepalese language all the time how are you going to grow like you living in a country where the main language is english and if you don't even know how to speak properly english how do you think you are going to achieve something out here you know like of course you can survive without any english i have seen people like especially people from china and everything who don't know how to speak english at all but they have either restaurants or they are selling something and you can survive out here but yeah. it's not only if you if if it's was only about like survival again it's on personal perspective why do you come here some people might just come here to earn money right yeah. not to study or look into opportunities or anything so there's always that part but being in a country like this like the way i have seen things the opportunities out here the way i have changed and the way i can see like you and other people who who have different kind of mindset like you know like who wants to do things in life and just you know like since we're in australia we want to get out and try things and learn new yeah. culture learn new things you know Yeah. It just you know, annoys me when I see like in the students and they are just not interested. They just don't want to do that. You know, again, nothing right or wrong about that. <laughs> But I just feel like that. You know, if you hear in yeah. Australia from like a country like Nepal, we just don't want to develop. It has got its own issues. But you know, like you can do a lot of things out here. You know. Yeah. 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 So yeah. Yeah. The, yeah this thing is yeah totally right but do, do you think you have had that change of your mindset like as i was saying has it happened yeah, with then, you like the way you used to think back in nepal the way you used to take things in life or in profession you know and it's like completely different and better now yeah yeah it is completely different but besides getting into the point like how it is different now mm. i want to you know reflect back what is the conditions or what is the exact like condition of the international students and what they think and what mm. is their mindset i in some of the cases i might be wrong in mm. some cases i might be like making assumptions if mm. that's the case uh yeah please correct me yeah. um sometimes what happens is when those people come here definitely they do not have connection connections and then mm. they do not have um much knowledge and then they totally feel disconnected excluded in the country or community mm. that's yeah I, i get it or we all get it that's that's one aspect but at the same time as you said we do not put effort to yeah, make the connections right that is another uh aspect i don't think most people have aspect, understood yeah. that how important the networking is you know yeah yeah and then another aspect is some international students as you've said they're here just for the earning mm. and then they all sometimes they just miss the classes and then mm. go for the work and after work they do longer shift mm. and then they go back to their home and then again go to university and again work same home, university so 
they don't have any other places to explore and they don't want to explore. Sometimes it is the mind as well. We do not want mm -hmm. to be in a uncomfortable situation with mm -hmm. when we just follow one pattern, you know, study, work and home. We mm. just keep on following that pattern and exactly. then we do not yeah, change that pattern and then we just do not learn anything. Exactly. But now when you like now coming back to the, uh, you know, mindsets that has been changed, mm -hmm. it's all because of the effort that we all put that I personally put that mm. you personally put. For example, I went to the leadership lab. Mm. I did several volunteering. I, I did a lot of fun fundraising, especially for the cancer, like cancer council. Mm -hmm. I didn't have that, you know, courage to just stand in the middle of the shopping center and talk to people about their feelings and just sell daffodil flower and then mm -hmm. do their fundraising, um, uh, fundraising event. Look, when you just think from the outside, mm -hmm. it sounds totally insane. But when you're in that space, it makes a lot of sense. It yeah. feels so positive that you're making some sort of the impact, but at the same time, you're getting to know people. You're getting to know the stories. You're mm -hmm. getting to know the system better, how it works here. Right? Exactly. So, yeah. So that way, so if you try to explore more of the communities, how communities are working, if mm -hmm. you try to come out of the come out of your comfort zone or yourself, everybody says that like come out of the it's comfort zone. Come out of but what yeah. does that mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Definitely it's difficult at this at in the very beginning. But it's not it's not like it's not a thing like it, it is impossible. You have mm. to take the smallest step. First go to shopping center, say hello to some someone. Mm. If you say if you just got to make an eye contact, just not I, or just that's another great thing I have found out here in Australia. Like, even with the strangers, we say, "Hey, hello," you know. Mm -hmm. That never happened back yeah. home. You have yeah, realized that? Yeah, yeah like, hello, hello, mate. Yeah, yeah that's a really good culture out here, man. Yeah, yeah, because the culture as well, it's 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 quite difficult for us to you know mm -hmm. open up sometimes and then make connections because we do not generally go to strangers and then talk, but yeah so yeah because of that society that open interaction sort of that society mm. that welcomes open interactions and you get to make new friends mm. outside in the community or sometimes you go to library and then while reading you come across some interesting text and then you just share that text with someone else who is just reading by your side or your friends or your university uh, friends so that way it will definitely change your mindset and you, you you start slowly coming out of your cell and then yeah definitely you you change your mindset that's mm -hmm. how i did it so yeah but while comparing to so many other you know mm -hmm. uh you've already mentioned there's some some students from china sometimes they do not know how to speak english mm -hmm. in that case the student the people from our country it's in mm. quite privileged positions. Mm. They have been to some good schools or even yeah. they haven't been to good schools. They know some basic conversational English. Yeah. I haven't seen so far. I haven't seen any Nepalese people who do not know uh, like how to, speak, how to speak some just basic English. Yeah. So in that way, we're quite privileged position, ha like having to know that, you know, uh, language of communication. So 
we we really need to take advantage of it but at the same time think that english is just a means of communication mm-hmm. it is not a level to judge you we exactly. always have to keep that in mind and then when you the more you get to practice the more better you get so exactly um, it's just like a basic way that you should i think according to me i think that's the basic thing you need to have if you really want to do something out here in australia mm-hmm. you know you need to at least be able to talk to the people out here i don't know why but people just get limited to our own community it's i think as you say it's because it's comfortable it's easy that's what we did mm-hmm. that's what i did and mm-hmm. we just had a chat in one of our, our other podcast where we had a life coach here she was saying that the reason why we don't want to change or why we don't want to get out of our comfort zone is because we are afraid of the uncertainty you know that it holds you know like if you get out of comfort zone like what happens how would happen you know that's the one of the reasons why people don't want to get out of that comfort zone or yeah. you know change yeah. it's also what kind of circle you are like in when you here because mm-hmm. i me personally you know i have been living here in redfern it's been like 3 years now the reason mm-hmm. why i moved here there were different reasons but one of the reasons was because i wanted to live among the aussie people you know like learn their language have a proper conversation learn their slangs learn their culture you know so mm-hmm. that was the reason why i forced myself to actually live with people you know like completely from away from our own country and everything now i don't mean when i say this i don't mean that because i don't like my culture or i don't like my people i love them you know i love culture i have like i love preserving culture especially when it comes to like nepali culture you know like not only nepali but going deep dive into nepali culture i want to yeah. preserve that i want to preserve the language and i love all yeah. of those things but when i'm here like we have a saying back home you know ondo ko desma ka bichi ondo hun parcha Mm-hmm. something like that you know it means that yeah. if you're going to a country with full of blind people you would have to act as a blind to you know like communicate with people or to get mingled down with people you know so you yeah. need to change yourself i think any international who is coming here and who do not want to change i think they can never progress in their career i mean in their life as a whole and everything they might be able to do some job earn plenty mm-hmm. of money buy a house but i don't think that's just what we could get out of it in 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 an ocean of fresh water why are you only getting like a glass of water you know get as much as you can true true that's yeah, yeah. yeah uh, true true yeah um yes definitely um yeah definitely we should definitely assimilate into mm-hmm. the new community new society uh but at the same time while saying this yeah there are the challenges there are the privileged thing mm-hmm. um being international students or the migrant uh you have to go uh with a lot of hurdles um you know they uh, mm-hmm. for example you you're not the superior caller I, i mean to say we're, we're not white people exactly. we do not yeah we do not speak english mm. um we do not have the good uh, income we do not have that um, you know residency uh, thing mm. but but we have got a lot of resources to explore we have got a lot of connections to make start from university start from your community and as you've said start outward Exactly. start making connection 
So, yeah, having less privilege, it does not mean that you do not have resources that you that that are already in the community that it doesn't mean that you cannot use them. Mm. You can use transportation, you can explore people, you can go to different restaurant, you can meet the people from the different country, you can make friends, you can make friends from South America. Exactly. You know what I mean? So learn language, learn culture. I, I, I know how to say like hello and how I, I used to know, I think I've forgotten it already, <laughs> but I used to know like at least in 10 languages, at least how to say how and how are you? Because yeah. it's fun, you know, like whenever you see a people, person from a different country, just by saying those two words, it's yeah. like a great icebreaker to have a, like a conversation with them, you know? Definitely, definitely. Yeah. And yeah just exactly. One of the best things about Australia that I love living here is because of the culture we have here, like different kinds of culture. Like we're wasting the whole world just being in one country, you know, because yeah, you have different yeah. people, so you can connect with them, you can know about their culture. Mm-hmm. It's a great place to be in, man. I love to be here. I love to be here in Sydney, <laughs> Australia, man. Yeah, every, it, it every was one of the there. major yeah. decisions of my life and uh-huh. it had changed me so much it has just made me so much better right now yeah i love this thing man now yeah. since we yeah. are yeah another thing since we are into the topic of talking about united students and the difficulties of international students one of the things is when we come here we get into so much of a pressurized or stress situation that most of us has to, I think, I don't know the exact data. I think it's one out of four people, but one out of four international students has to go through mental health issue. Mm-hmm. So since you are working as a mental health ambassador, let's mm-hmm. talk about that and around that. Why yeah. do you think most of us has to go through that mental health issues? And what's the situation like in Australia, because as from what I know is, it's much better out here. Like we are, we can talk about it much easily. There are help lines and resources available. Every university must have counselors who can help you to start when you don't know where to start with, you know? So what do you take on the mental health out here in Australia? Uh, Well, um, yeah, so yeah, definitely. while talking about the uh, mental health conditions of uh, international students, I would definitely like to refer back to the culture that we come from. Mm. Uh, look, we got a lot of stigma about the mental health. We still struggle to open up. Mm-hmm. We still, though we got, for example, though I stayed here mm-hmm. for four years and then I've been volunteering as a, you know, multicultural ambassador for mental health uh, foundation Australia. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I also struggle. I struggle so hard that I had to make the decisions in a very last moment to seek counseling services. Mm-hmm. Even the individual like me who really want to open up about their mental health struggle, it's really, really, I mean, like, really difficult for me to open up during that time. So mm-hmm. what I meant by this is there is stigma. The people really do not want to talk about it. There are the resources, mm-hmm. a lot of resources. But at first, we do not know where to start from. Mm-hmm. There are the, uh, yeah, resources definitely in university. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's hard to go out there and I yeah. can seek that help right now. Yeah, yeah. So 
because we don't have that culture of seeking help mm-hmm. you know what we do not like to ask for help that's the culture of being i think it's only regarding mental health if you look into other things we do have habit of asking for like things other things <laughs> you know we we, yes. we have habit of asking things it's not that we don't have that it's just yeah. in the mental health space we don't have that uh yeah yeah you could be right that that case as well yeah people uh-huh. definitely ask for other things but they definitely ask for help so look what is the could be a yeah, majority of the like uh, mentality that mm. when they ask for help they feel some sort of the minority they feel that they're in a they they feel that power imbalance mm-hmm. you know when they ask for help they feel that power imbalance that they feel like they're being powerless and then people do not want to be in the position of powerlessness they mm-hmm. always ha- want to have that power power of knowledge a power of having that assistance when they look for and then when they have that scarcity they mm-hmm. will definitely experience that powerlessness and then they do not want to be in that position so that sort of mentality would sometimes act as a bar- barrier to ask for or to seek for support that mm-hmm. are already available you as you've already mentioned there are some mm-hmm. you know the counseling sessions the, almost 10 sessions free in the university mm-hmm. but but in the beginning sometimes we do not know how those counseling services work yeah so, it's hard yeah, it's so already very- hard being in that situation and mm-hmm. and you have to go to and again this is the kind of thing which comes with a stigma where what you said like we can't just go out and ask for help yeah because you're already going through that situation which is already hard on yourself and to yeah. go out and talk to someone else in a country that you're very new it's That's kind of really difficult you know another level of challenge isn't it yeah uh, yeah so that way international students have really are having really difficult time mm-hmm. but having said this we can always work together to make the services already available in the university mm-hmm. make better make more culturally responsive how we can do that probably mm-hmm. probably um, you know uh, describing about those services in a different languages or mm-hmm. probably uh having the um you know the ambassador student uh, international students ambassador from different countries it it shouldn't mm-hmm. be like international students uh centers should be run by a male white australian person mm-hmm. you know what i mean if there are the so there should be the representation so mm-hmm. there should be a mm-hmm. member of the is i'm not blaming university mm-hmm. they are doing fantastic but often they are failing to have this culturally responsive culturally um safe environment so mm. i do not want to seek help from a you know men white australian person mm-hmm. if there is a somebody that i can really trust then only i can open up exactly. but at the same time Mm-hmm. but at the same time we have to also consider sometimes some students or some some people they do not like to open up to the uh, you know to the people from their own community because mm-hmm. our community is small it's mm-hmm. emerging emerging community it's small community so when we open up our 
you know issues then they think that the whole community will know mm. and then the parents back in the country will know yeah. so in that case they want to talk to the different people so in that space we should definitely have that resources and we have that resources back in university as well but some mm. people who would really like to open up in their own language look if i have to talk about my struggle i feel more comfortable to talk mm. about in nepali language you know what i mean mm. so that cultural space should be maintained so having that resources around in the community in the university is quite important and then mm. universities are really stepping up is like stepping up in that space as well i really appreciate their effort um so yeah so i think things are going positive but mm. still we need to yeah we, we still we need to have a lot of resources spread around in the community um and then yeah definitely um our community organizations are also doing great for example mm-hmm. uh, our, while talking this uh, i would definitely would like to um, appreciate the work of the you know the um uh, anpl that is australian uh, nepal uh, Oh my god I I just forgot the um full form of the organization but <laughs> it's uh, ANPL um, okay uh, something link what I wanted to say is like uh, what they are doing is you know they are doing the uh, uh mental health first aid course and then okay. I was yeah I was also one of the participant and then they are running those course for free mm-hmm. so is it happening here like in Australia yeah here in Australia okay uh, look even in your um uh you know uh, your podcast you can share that link and then uh yeah, because sure. they are, yeah uh, so they are offering those sort of the um mm-hmm. mental health first at um uh, you know the uh, training and then getting into that two day long training mm-hmm. i got to know more about the what are the challenges we are facing mm-hmm. and what are the resources that we have in the community Mm. and how community people are coming up or how like what is the current that we do not have yeah definitely data but mm-hmm. what is the current situation what is the ongoing thing mm-hmm. in terms of the mental health so i think i request as much as those international students and the community members to be a part of the uh, mental health first aid course that would, that would really that would uh, yeah definitely help its individual its in individual and then those individuals will definitely work in the community mm-hmm. so anpl you said that's the company yeah, name yeah. or oh hey i i think i get it uh, australian nepal australian nepal public link yeah public link <laughs> So yeah, it's basically yeah. an organization. Uh, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Okay. I would like to, do you know anyone in there? Uh yes, the definitely. Uh yeah, I, I can definitely connect with uh, connect you with the uh, main people in NPL. So for example, Nirajan mm-hmm. Goli and then Varat Nepal. Varat Nepal is a um a instructor. Mm-hmm. So they are doing a fantastic job and then sometimes they come up with the uh mental health stories that international right. is facing because they are in the for- forefront of the mental health uh currently mm-hmm. um and then some international students you know 
go to them asking for some sort of the support. And then mm -hmm. since the Bharat Nepal uh, is already working in the mental health space here in Australia, mm -hmm. so he uh, sometimes, you know, not sometimes, but most of the time, refer students to the um, available resources in the community. For example, mm -hmm. GP uh, would be the first point of contact. And then mm -hmm. from GP, they may, um, you know, uh, refer to the different community organizations who offer uh, services free of cost. Yeah, mm -hmm. definitely. It's quite uh, costly to have all those services here in Australia. But do you know how costly are they? Any average pricing, you know? Well, I do not know the exact figure, but uh, while working in the um, uh, space, that yeah. sometimes the psychologists, they might charge you up to $200 per hour okay. per session. So, look, $200 per hour sessions, it's way expensive for an international yeah, student. So, yeah, so... Uh, yeah, so but having said this, I'm not trying to scare people away. Mm. There are the so many free sessions that you can access from the from your universities, mm. and then there are the organizations that they offer um, free counseling services as well. So yeah, so we we can definitely work around uh, you know those uh, space, and then yeah, the, definitely first point of contact. I might not be expert, mm -hmm. but definitely first point of contact would be your GP, and then GP would, would definitely have a lot of community connections mm -hmm. where to connect. So I think you can also start with your counselors, as I said. Every university should have a counselor there. I think it's yes. also like they have the counselors, but. Students don't know about it, you know, students don't know what a counselor does or what happens in there, you know. Well, so again, I, yeah, again, cultural thing, because yeah. we never had those counselors back in back in our country. So mm -hmm. those services never existed in our, you know, support system. We do not we did not have those sort of the welfare system back in the country. But here we have got a quite good welfare system. And then mm -hmm. where things are, where supports are it's sometimes quite hard to navigate. So yeah, so in that navigational phase, if we, that we are already in, in into the community, if we could come around and then work together, mm. it, it would be really, a, it, would, it would be really beneficial for, uh, you know, newcomers and new uh, internationals. Yeah. I think I'd love to, bringing the people from NPL out here and talk about that because I think mental health issue is something that needs to right. be talked about more, especially yeah. in our community. Like I share my story all the time, wherever I can, mm -hmm. so that at least people who might be going through something like that could at least relate to that and at least could find out that there is help, you can do this. And in most of the cases, again, going back to the podcast we did with the life coach who actually had proper education in neuro-linguistic behaviors or something like that. So she's like a kind of an expert. And when we were having a chat with her, we also come to a conclusion there that most of the time it's not like a serious depression, you know. It's just like we are stuck under so much of stress and pressure that we just want someone to help us, you know, like to figure out things and get out of it. You know, like yeah. most of the times you don't even have to go to a GP. If only you go to a yeah. counselor, talk to them and get suggestions from them that's more than enough in most of the cases you know yeah 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 so sometimes it, yeah yeah there's a lack there's a gap of you know like communications between the resources or services that are available and yeah. the people who are actually going through those issues 
Yeah, yeah. So definitely, the lack is always there. So yeah, definitely, we do not know, or we do not have uh, enough resources, or sometimes we do not know where to look for resources. Yeah, as you've said, you do not always have to go to GP. Sometimes, small change in change in your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. can make a lot of difference in terms of your stress. For example, just walking around walking around the green space, exactly. going to the garden, going to the, you know, going near to the plants, mm-hmm. getting that sunshine. Listening sunshine to is the very good, important, man. Vitamin D is very yeah. important for your mental health. Yeah. So listening to the good music, mm-hmm. right? Our brain has got the, I cannot exactly say what sort of the chemicals, mm-hmm. but our brain needs certain chemicals to bring up that good mood. Like yeah. people say dopamine or something dopamine. sort of yeah. serotonin. Getting into those sort of different space, mm-hmm. you get those sort of the chemicals in your brain. So when you get those sort of the uh, chemicals, uh, when those chemicals are released in your brain, Mm -hmm. then you feel different you get a different mood so so sometimes when you feel really low mood it does not mean that you're going through depression Mm -hmm. sometimes it is doing a little bit of exercise uh getting to um get connected with the nature listening the chirping of the birds Mm -hmm. you know going closer to the flowers and beautiful things um you know just having a just go by the side of the lake and read your favorite book mm. just see how those ripples are there in the lake yeah. and then small birds. oh my god get out of the routine are... and enjoy the nature <laughs> for a day you know like for people like that yeah. i do that yeah. from oftentimes like when i feel like i'm too much of pressurized you know and i'm just stressing myself out too much i just take a break yeah. you know like for a day or so i just did nothing and just either watch movies or just go out and travel and yeah, sometimes yeah. that changes the mood. The yeah. Recent days, actually, I have been doing meditation. Like I do 20 minutes of meditation every morning. Yeah. I've been doing it for like two weeks, I would say now. And mm-hmm. it had somehow helped me to, you know, like figure out or, you know, like pinpoint whenever my mood starts to get off, you know. Yeah, yeah. And exactly. I start to either get angry or frustrated or, you know, whenever the noise starts to come out. I somehow have been able to now like figure that, okay, this is coming in, you know, and somehow I'm able to just get it out of my system then and there, or at least for the yeah. next day, you know, but mm-hmm. meditation has helped me a lot. So sometimes it's just about talking to yourself, what you are doing, what you want to do, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Things like that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. For me personally, two things. Mm-hmm. It sounds quite dry to some people, mm-hmm. but... When you just try the, you know, breathing exercise, it it helps a lot. Just breathe in, hold for a couple of seconds, mm-hmm. breathe mm-hmm. out, hold for a couple of seconds. Do that mo- like probably five, six times. Mm-hmm. It helps. You can do more. Mm-hmm. And sometimes. And then another personal thing that I do just to, you know, feel quite good. Uh, just mm-hmm. I, I, I. I say it, it's a it's a um, it's a medicine for my mental health. What do mm-hmm. I do if I go to the I I go to near the plants and then mm-hmm. I touch the leaves, I touch I touch those plants and then you know I mm-hmm. I get brushed with those leaves. Mm-hmm. It feels so great. Yeah. I've got a lot of indoor plants, for example, just here. Yeah, I've got I can one. See that. 
I not actually this... had one, man. It's all done yeah. right now. <laughs> this is what yeah. is left. <laughs> <laughs> That's not good, great thing. But look, passing this thing, it's not a good feeling. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course, man. So, yeah. So those, those sort of things make a lot of difference. So make, mm. make smaller changes in your life lifestyle. Um, yeah, do exercise. Don't, don't always like be a part of that pattern that... I already mentioned like uh, mm. work, home, university. Exactly. It's, it's challenging. It's challenging, definitely. I know that it's challenging to come out of the pattern, but sometimes we have to treat ourselves in a different way. But I know I'm positive that mm. so many international students, so many people from the communities are practicing self-care. Mm-hmm. We do not have that idea of this self-care back in the self-care back in the country mm-hmm. we just do things we, we just get like things done and then we do not care about our body yeah. we do not listen to our mind we do not listen to our body but here currently i can feel <coughs> that vibe mm-hmm. that people from our communities are doing a lot of self-care activities and i really appreciate the people that mm-hmm. they are taking out their at least 30 minutes or one hour of their busy life to mm. listen to their body. You and I do that. that. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's, yeah. I think that's one of the best things I even I could suggest to anyone, you know, because yeah. I've only been doing this meditation right now for a few weeks. I tried it on and off before, but yeah. I had never done it like seriously as I'm doing it now. And mm. I can actually see the changes. I can feel the changes because of that, you know. So I think I'm going to be continuing this. It's 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 you don't even have to do it for a long time, you know. Like stay to yeah. 20 minutes in a day, anytime. You know? Just figure out yeah. and just do it. Yeah, and it yeah. just helps Definitely. to clear your mind somehow, you know. Like it helps you focus. It helps you clear your mind. It does. It does. It does. But yeah. also, when you're talking about anything like this, this mental the issue is so complicated. It's not that easy, I think, man. Like. It's not just only from one scene or one angle where we say it could be a stigma. There are a lot mm-hmm. of variables and factors in it. Like, like I, I studied social innovation, and mm-hmm. in social innovation, one of the topics we learned were like how complicated their issues are, and mm-hmm. how complicated it is is it to actually solve these kind of things. Because we might be trying to solve it from one angle and think that's working. But mm-hmm. that might just be generating another problem. Mm-hmm. Do you guys do like since you're working? What is NDIS first? Let's talk about NDIS. Okay, um, quite big shift from the mental health. <laughs> oh, so it's completely yeah, different, so right? Definitely. Yeah. But it's a social issue, to... so let's call it yeah. that way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm happy to talk about that. But let me make a connection. Mm-hmm. Um, the people having mental health mm-hmm. also can be a part of the NDIS. So now that's the connection. Now let me talk about NDIS. For our listeners, what's NDIS? All right. Okay. Mm. So NDIS is National Disability Insurance Scheme. Mm. It's a, um, how do I define it in a simpler way? So Mm. the people having significant and permanent disability that they can get funded support from the government. Okay. Yeah. So, for example, they can support it to have support worker in mm-hmm. their home to do self-care activities. 
like sometimes due to disabilities they mm-hmm. cannot brush their teeth mm, okay. they cannot do sour they cannot come out of the bed they need help somebody they need mm. somebody's help to come out of the bed sometimes they need wheelchair sometimes mm-hmm. they need so many different mobility vehicle mm. sometimes there needs to be adjustment in their home or living living condition probably changing the toilet <laughs> seat um you know changing the different beds mm. or have talking about the accessibility to home so many different things so um yeah so andy has covered those things mm-hmm. but having said this it does not mean that NDS does not replace the services that are already in the community for example mm-hmm. mental health care plan that are provided by the department or other uh, you know health department or mm-hmm. the education services that are provided by the department or the education department those services are already there mm-hmm. but NDIS does not replace those services but fills the gap you know okay. so if those services do not you know um um cover the um support needs of the participants mm-hmm. then NDIS is there to to fund the support yeah so you mean if there is like a disabled person out there mm-hmm. then and if he or she can't afford the services NDIS help mm-hmm. them to get that basically right um it's not about the affordability uh-huh. if the services is already available uh-huh. then being australian citizen mm-hmm. the nds is eligible to australian citizen and then uh, you know the um permanent resident mm-hmm. uh, and then sudden visa category um oh. i'm also not quite sure about that you can mm-hmm. definitely get a lot of um you know um um information general information uh, in ndis uh, website as well so mm-hmm. it's a uh, you can get it a lot of public information uh but it's if the services are for example the responsibility of um um uh, health then mm-hmm. those services are there and then uh the social worker my position is called local area coordinator local area coordinator would work as a uh, advocate how mm. that support can be affordable to that person sometimes mm, okay. if it is not affordable sometimes ndis may pay might pay mm. gap fee it is it is getting quite technical but okay. let's put it in a simpler uh, way mm-hmm. There are so many um, support uh, available uh, provided by Australian government. Okay. If those support are not there for the people with the disability, mm-hmm. if those support are not accessible, mm-hmm. then NDIS mm-hmm. would make it accessible. For example, if there is a health appointment, for example, there is a health services that provided to the Australian, um, you know, um, citizen, mm-hmm. or even the, for example, let's not only talk about the Australian citizen, but for example uh, people from my community for example those uh, nepalese people who are already citizen or those mm-hmm. nepalese people who are in a permanent residency um uh, visa then for them if they have got the doctor's appointment mm-hmm. but they cannot go due to their leg impairment or their you know permanent disability mm-hmm. then in that case nds would support how Mm-hmm. NDS would bring support coordinator, mm-hmm. not support coordinator, sorry, NDS would bring support worker to help 
that person to attend those health appointment mm. or NDIS may do some, you know, the vehicle modification so that the mm -hmm. people with the disability can drive the, the drive those vehicle mm -hmm. or can want, you know, wheelchair or, you know, those sort of the mobility vehicle so mm -hmm. that the people with the disability can really um, access those uh, community mm -hmm. services. Does that make quite sense? Is yes. Clear? Do, do you guys have any office or anything nearby the Southern Cross station? We, um, I, don't know, I don't know if you guys are there, but there was this service in Melbourne that I know of. What they mm -hmm. do is they actually help disabled people to travel. You know, like they have like a small office out there nearby the Southern Cross station where mm -hmm. for people like who are disabled, they have like proper system for bathroom or toiletries, you know, because they have the things with like all those things that helps them to get up and everything. Plus they have okay. wheelchairs and those motor vehicles and those kind of things. And they do, I think, similar kind of work like you just said right now. Okay. So I don't know if you oh. guys are related or not at all. <laughs> I, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not sure about that place, but mm -hmm. let me give you a little bit of the pictures how this system works. Okay. Um, uh, the government would fund what we do. Like my organization is called Brotherhood of St. Lawrence and it mm -hmm. has got, and we are the uh, community partner. Okay. And now we got three community partners. One is Brotherhood of St. Lawrence mm -hmm. and then another is Interreads, I think, and another is, I think, Mission Australia or, or the different, whatever mm -hmm. it is. Uh -huh. Brother of St. Lawrence is one community organization. What it does is once people get the access, once mm. people become eligible to get that funded support, we make the plan. We talk with the, uh, like, you know, people with a disability, mm. what are their goals? What would they like to do? You know, for example, they want to, um, they have got a, uh, for example, Lego club in a community uh, mm -hmm. and then they want to be part of that. For example, they want to play basketball or mm -hmm. they want to do self-care activities like brushing teeth independently without any sort of the help. They want to um, uh, do probably access toilet or access home independently. So we talk with them and then mm. we make certain plan and then we submit and then we get the funding not we but participant okay. would get the funding mm -hmm. and then there is the other people who are the support providers okay. they are like okay. community disability support providers mm -hmm. they provide support worker they provide support coordinator they provide um uh, support like you know uh garden care they mm -hmm. bring the people like handyman who can make the just adjustment at home they bring mm -hmm. the car mechanic who can do the modification so probably uh whatever the uh, you know the uh, place that you're referring that mm -hmm. might be a, a place could be a disability service provider so community partner and disability service provider, those community organizations work hand in hand. Mm -hmm. I know mm -hmm. there were so many, even the Nepalese people have got those sort of the uh, disability uh, service provider here in Australia, here in Melbourne as well. I have also come across a couple of 
Nepalese people who yeah. are working in, in that disability um, sector that okay. they provide yeah. those services, you know, like um, providing uh, they, they they provide support coordinator. Have you not heard that some of the uh, some of probably your friends or my mm-hmm. friends are working in a disability? <coughs> There are plenty of there are plenty of friends who are working for like yeah. healthcare and yeah. disability care, yeah. Yeah, that's they are the people. So what we do is mm. we create a certain funding. For example, participant needs five hours of support worker mm-hmm. to do this, this, this thing. Mm-mm. We make that plan mm. and then government, the NDIS department will give that funding for mm. that five hours. Okay. And then those uh, organizations from the community would come up with the person who mm-hmm. has done that dis- certificate in the disability course, or they have done some sort of the, just like ADHD care, mm-hmm. disability care sort of the course, and then they will come up and provide the support that needed by uh, the people with the disability. Okay. That, yeah, that's yeah, that's the some connections that we got. I mean, that's good to know, right? That's good to know. You have always been like working in the field of social issues and social work, man. Yeah, that's... I want now. I want to join in the same thing that I was going to join before regarding mental health. All of these mm-hmm. issues are so complicated. So, how do you guys like design, or do you even look at things like, okay, we're trying to do this, and this is how we are trying to solve this problem for now. But do you guys look into whatever we are doing? Is it actually creating another difficulty for them? Or is it causing another issue out there? Do you guys have any brainstorming work or meetings regarding those kind of things? I mean, do you mean in terms of just mental health alone or it's... As a whole, in your job, I mean, particularly in disability and in your job. Okay. All right. So in terms of my job... uh, Mm probably definitely we're not making life more difficult. (laughs) (laughs) So what we do is we create goals and aspirations that they want to achieve. Mm -hmm. For example, um, the people with the mental health, uh, they get a lot of support from the um, department like mental health care plan and -hmm. they get the services of the GP. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes um uh, sometimes the mental health is not always about the having those gp and mental health care plan mm-hmm. sometimes getting to access community getting to access you know making the social connections mm-hmm. or um, building the friendship is also really beneficial to your uh, mental health isn't it sometimes mm-hmm. um accessing the community <laughs> event or recreational activities like playing basketball, playing some sort of the, um, you know, sports, it's also really, really effective and really beneficial to participants with the mental health. Um, mm-hmm. So sometimes they come up with a psychosocial disability. So in that case, we they have got a certain goals, like, you know, um, accessing community, making new friends. Uh, um, and sometimes we also support the different therapy mm-hmm. uh, that, might include, um, uh, you know, psychologist. So, okay. so yeah. So those sort of the therapy sessions, or sometimes would be just occupational therapists. They mm-hmm. come up with a different sort of the, um, uh, you know, uh, different sort of the uh, techniques and uh, skills and strategies to um, uh, enhance or improve your overall well-being. 
and mm -hmm. when your overall well-being is improved definitely it will definitely improve your mental health but mm -hmm. definitely we don't have to make the assumptions in that space mm -hmm. um so yeah so while acknowledging those mental health care plan mm -hmm. we have to advocate the participant to access those care plan at the same time mm -hmm. we will bring in the support funded support as well as other supports that are already available in the community and mainstream community mm -hmm. um mainstream is definitely health and those, those so those community supports that are already in the uh, community mm -hmm. we try to connect those participants with those community for example uh could be um basketball for um uh people with the autism or mm -hmm. basketball uh, with the people with the disability those mm -hmm. sort of or um just um you know um uh, or could be just a uh, employment uh, support for people with the disability even mm -hmm. the councils are doing so great employing the people with the disability we can connect to the council and we can connect to the information session in the council we can um you know connect to the library sessions that they are having probably just a reading of his story uh and then what happens just attending to the reading of the story is they mm -hmm. get to uh, connect to the people they get to um read the story that they really love that so in that, that is that, space, yeah. that is something that i also like think about a lot of times especially coming to the point of like especially covid has taught us this the importance mm -hmm. of community being around community being around people talking to people it makes a difference and especially if you are someone who are in a state of being a disabled person it matters a lot you know like especially for disabled person even with the homeless people there is this organization called orange sky do you know about them yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so basically what they try to do is they try to provide bathing and laundry options for the homeless people you know and yeah. that's not only what they do they do it by just putting in like a dryer and a washing machine at the back of the van and while that is being washed they actually sit or sit around in like orange chairs and they talk to people and they are it's kind of a counseling or just a friendly conversation because that makes a difference in lives of people like that so that's exactly. a great thing you're doing bro good yeah, on you bro exactly. yeah <laughs> Yeah, as as you've just said, like people just sitting in the orange chair and then just talking to the people. Mm -hmm. Sometimes just having somebody to talk to mm -hmm. is the immense help. It, it makes a lot of difference, bro. Like even yeah. in our normal lifestyle, I, I I'm yeah. very lucky that I have those few friends who I can yeah. go to and talk to, and they could actually relate to me. You know, it, it makes a lot of difference. You know, if you're having a bad day or bad mood, if only you go out and talk to someone about it. and someone helps you somehow analyze it and give you an honest answer man it helps a lot man it helps a lot yes yeah yeah definitely definitely mm-hmm all right then gorov i think it's more than an hour we have been talking i think yes oh oh really yeah <laughs> oh, oh my god that's 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 good that's the thing about having <laughs> yeah, a podcast we, like we, this you know yeah <laughs> Yeah, we we covered a lot of things. We covered a lot of things, man. We covered a lot of things. Thank you very much for coming here. Thank you very much for your time. All good, all good. Yeah, probably uh, while talking with the Andy, it's uh -huh. probably may sound 
definitely so much dry to the international students mm -hmm. but if they want to if they want any sort of the help you know to be part of the ndis or they also want to work in this space that mm -hmm. i'm working as a local area coordinator mm -hmm. they can always reach out to me i'm more than happy to help them how they can be mm -hmm. they can work for example, those people who are just doing the certificate course in the disability, mm -hmm. they can also work like my positions in my mm -hmm. positions. They don't have to do the master's degree in social work to work okay. in a disability. Yeah. So those people with the, you know, in my space now, especially mm -hmm. local area coordinator, they are bringing people from the different uh, background, people mm -hmm. from the banking people from the data, people okay. from engineering background, they are just coming into this space and working as a local area coordinator. It's mm -hmm. more about like, you know, connecting with the community. So you definitely shouldn't be a student of uh, social work to work in the, uh, especially in this NDS space. Mm -hmm. So if you're from the different sector, I highly encourage you to come forward and then, um, seek those resources how to be part mm. of it uh as i already said if you have already done the disability course mm. please you have already done 50 percent job your way for what you can apply for the job mm. uh they can offer you and regarding the mental health um yes as i've already mentioned uh, mm. i'm just volunteering uh uh, as a uh, multicultural ambassador for Nepalese community, mm -hmm. and then during the October months, oh, it, this is a this is not a um, marketing thing, but uh -huh. it's yeah, you can market it, a, man, bro. Come on, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can do it. Because, yeah, during the October, uh -huh. whole massive events are going. Okay, because it's the mental health month, mm -hmm. and during October, October, right? So yeah, you should so, release my movie then, man. <laughs> Oh yeah! Good to know. That's, Thanks for that. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the that's the uh, right time. So, yeah. um, and then during that time, um, I am also being a part of um, you know national walk that uh, okay. that is happening in Melbourne. I think that is happening in Sydney as well. Mm -hmm. okay. If you like, then I would uh, I would be more than happy to send you that um, resources. So I'm yeah, send me the link. Of... All the links like NDIS, NPR, and all those links. To send me. Yeah. I'll just put it in the descriptions below. Yeah, yeah. Our exactly. Listeners exactly. could get it from there. Yeah. So yeah. So what I'm saying is like I am walking in a national walk. So if you want to be a part of that walk and mm -hmm. then do some sort of the fundraising, please reach out to me, uh, and then we can just walk and then have a chat. It is happening just in Albert Park here in Melbourne. Mm -hmm. um, and then there is so many other things like multicultural gala dinner and then Indian film okay. festival. So many events, whole month mm -hmm. full of events happening. Mm -hmm. I'm happy to give you that link. You can put that in link below and then yep, we yep. can yeah, definitely connect. Uh, yeah, so that things would uh, open up new avenues for mm -hmm. international students or the students, those who have recently graduated and wanted to make more connections, that would be really beneficial to uh, look, out, look out or make their new connections and then, you know, mm -hmm. uh, get new jobs. So, yeah. Yeah, we'll surely, I'll surely post link all of those links down in the descriptions below for our listeners. Yeah. Once again, Gaurav, thank you very much for your time. It was great to have you here. We talked a lot about international students, our mental health and everything. Thank you very much for your time, Gaurav.
Thank you so much, Bikis. Thank you so much just listening to my uh, this casual blabbering. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. right. I, I, yeah, in some cases, probably I didn't make sense. But mm -hmm. if I did make sense, I request or I humbly request people to reach out to me. I would definitely make sense to you personally in the personal messages. And then, yeah. <laughs> we will do that. We will. Thank you very much, Gaurav, again. Thank you to all the listeners who listen to our podcast. Yeah. We'll see Thank you again. You. Thank you so much. See you. Bye. If you like this video, hit subscribe. You can listen to the full podcast in YouTube, Anchor, Apple Podcasts and Spotify.